Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the board game man, and this is news for October 19th, 2020. Now, Patchwork is one of the most popular two-player games and an equally great app. It's getting some new skins from Lookout Games, so they're releasing three new versions of the game, and they all essentially are basically just the same game with different art on there. Uh, there are some people that don't like the original art, but this is also a good way for them to get some more versions out. So these new versions are Patchwork Winter Edition, Patchwork Folklore Taiwan, and Patchwork Folklore China. And they have local artists from those regions as well, uh, Gru Sao for Taiwan and Rex Lee for China. Now, according to Eric Martin of BGG, the artwork was created for licensed versions of Patchwork that will that would be released in China and Taiwan by local companies, but Lookout liked the style of these versions so much that it's releasing 500 copy limited edition version of each one, with these being available through Lookout's online shop starting on October 22nd, 2020. I'll have a link in the show notes to that online shop for you. But I, I, I'm going to have to say that it's probably not just because of the art in them uh, as much as they know that, you know, it's not just that they love the art. It's that they know that these things are going to sell a ton and in other places outside of those companies. So uh, in places here like the U.S., we have collectors, completionists, and, you know, enough people who just don't like the art from the first one. So they'll probably sell a ton of these over here. Uh, but it does sound like the winter edition one, uh, will be available in stores here in wide distribution. So you won't have to go to the online store more than likely to get that particular one. Now, sticking with Uwe Rosenberg, Lookout is also putting out uh, later this week, Howler Tau, it's called Howler Tau or Howler 2, Howler Tau. Uh, it's a one to four player game and players each have a field which they're going to grow plants and harvest crops. Uh, it's a stable in which they'll tend to sheep and five craft buildings and that they'll progress in order to expand their community center, uh, which giving them more workers and more things to do each round and more places and such. So it looks like a more traditional Uwe going back to kind of the heavyweight worker, you know, heavier to medium to heavier weight worker placement games, kind of like his earlier titles like Glass Road or Aura et Labora, before he put out a absolute metric ton of polyomino-type Euros. Most of, most of them are good. Some of them are a little samey, but uh, Uwe getting back to that real good, heavier Euro feel, which is really good, is what I like to see. As we're getting closer to the holiday season, I saw a company called Q Workshop is doing a very cool dice advent calendar. Now, I'm a sucker for these cool advent calendars, and we're seeing more and more of them every uh, the last few years, every year. So I got a couple of them in the past, like the Funko ones, Funko Pop ones, the Lego ones. There was even a beer one I had last year. Uh, and, you know, a dice advent calendar might really be up to what we kind of want these days, especially uh, since there's a lot of hobby gamers would love getting some dice each day, and there's a ton of the new RPG and D&Ders out there, so uh, this is going to be something right up your alley if you're kind of looking to collect some more dice. They're supposed to be really nice. I think they're kind of metal dice that'll be in these calendars. Uh, it looks to be retailing at $40, and of course, you'll get 24 dice in this calendar. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll see them uh, kind of in wide distribution or or what, but I will put a, a link to them in the show notes. Uh, so if it's just whether or not it's just online or if you'll see them in wide uh, distribution, but I'll put a link in there in case you really want to try to get one of these earlier. And like I said, it is about $40. So, hey, let's stick to my favorite time of the year, Christmas time. I know all the Halloween lovers out there are going to be mad that I'm just talking about Christmas stuff, but uh, not a whole lot of new uh, Halloween type theme stuff that I'd seen this year. But since I did see these two Christmas items, I'll throw them in here as well. Uh, the Grand Gamers Guild has a 
pre-orders up for the Kringle Caper. Uh, I'll have a link to the pre-order. It is $12. It's an 18-card escape room game. Now, they say shenanigans are afoot at the North Pole, and it's up to you to figure out what has happened. As a group, you'll need to solve a series of puzzles to unravel a mystery. When you have solved a puzzle, you'll enter the answer into the companion web app, uh, which will be compatible with smartphones and computers, and check whether you are correct. So if you are, the app will let you know which cards uh, or which card or cards to take next. Now, the app is also has a, a graduated hint system. So if you get stuck, you can just get a small little hint about the current puzzle uh, to get moving again without having uh, too much, uh, too many hints to get in the way. They say the playtime is about 30 minutes to an hour. So uh, you can get those pre-orders and I'm sure it'll be up uh, plenty of time to be a nice stocking stuffer for you before Christmas time. Next up, Andrew Parks and Quixotic Games has acquired the rights to his game Core Worlds from Indie Game Studios as well as the Core Worlds IP as well. Now, Core Worlds, it was a sci-fi deck building game. It was a really good deck building game that came out from Stronghold Games years ago, and I think there was one expansion to it as well. Uh, Parks is uh, also working on a worker placement game based on the universe called Core Worlds Empires, which looks to be coming to Kickstarter early next year. Uh, if I get some more uh, info on that, I will bring it out. And of course, once it does go up and Kickstarter, of course, I'll bring it to you here on the Munchkin Minute. Uh, since there'll be no Essenspiel, as we regularly would know it, uh, but there's still going to be plenty of games being showed off and demoed by BoardGameGeek and others uh, for a special Spiel Digital 2020. Now, you can follow that on BoardGameGeek.com. We'll be doing four days of demos, uh, and there's bound to be some great games, as always, from that show uh, and from you know Eric Martin and the rest of the BGG crew. Now, one such game that Eric Martin did show off last week uh, in a post on BGG was one by one of my favorite designers called Stefan Feld, and this one was Bonfire. Now, what Bonfire... Uh, what Bonfire is, of course, it's going to be kind of that heavier weight Euro. It'll be playing uh, about, so it's about an hour to two hours, uh, one to four players uh, play. And of course, it's uh, a Stefan Feld. And you're going to be using some action selection. It's kind of like an action selection engine to do different things throughout the game in which you're going to be trying to light different bonfires. And of course, it's going to be multiple ways to victory as always. So some of the actions you can do, you're going to be moving your ship around the board to different islands. You can get some tasks from the island by spending resources. Uh, you can invite a guardian uh, of light into your city. You can get a, a procession of guardians through your city, and that's how you're going to kind of get resources and also kind of guard the bonfires to get different points for the end of the game. Uh, you can also add landscape tiles to your city, and this is where the procession will kind of lead through there. You can get some gnomes that gain special abilities and also kind of end game victory points. Uh, and also, you can support the last bonfire by gaining portals, resources, and other action titles. Uh, man, it looks really, really good. I'll have a link to his uh, his little uh, post there from BGG as well in the show notes so that you can check it out. And also, like I said, they, they do a really good job of bringing a lot of great demos. So just periodically check out BGG.com for that. I believe it'll be up uh, later, I think it'll be up later this week, uh, where they'll have all the, uh, the, the spiel coverage. Uh, it'll be, I think it starts on October 22nd. So it'll be later this week of the recording. So you can look for there as well, or you can just wait till later when they'll kind of separate them all out and you can kind of see a lot of the demos on a lot of the different pages. Now, finally, uh, Mondo and Restoration Games have released all the info for their unmatched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, you can play as Buffy, Spike, Angel, or Willow, and they all have the usual one or two sidekicks like all the other unmatched games. Now, in Unmatched, uh, if you're playing a, basically a one-on-one deathmatch versus another person, you know, using a card play for your actions and attacking and such and, and moving around the board. And what's great about this series is you can mix and match the fighting with the one-on-one fighting with any of these sets. So you can pit uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer versus Robin Hood 
and it all just works just fine. They've got a bunch of different sets. I think it's three to four sets that are out right now, and there's many more to come because, especially with that partnership with Mondo and their uh, access to uh, you know the great the different licenses. So uh, you can definitely go to the Restoration Games site for some of the other sets, or you got to go to the Mondo site for this particular one as well. They have, uh, I believe it's $50. I'll put a link in the show notes where you can get this particular set, but it really looks very, very cool, the uh, Buffy the Vampire set. In digital news, I suspect that uh, we're going to see kind of a whole bunch of digital stuff coming out in the next couple of months. Usually kind of the end of the year, there's usually a lot of good releases. And I think so many things are being worked on that we'll see a lot of good releases coming real, real soon. So the one I have today for you is Game of Thrones. The digital edition is now up on Steam for $20. The Game of Thrones, uh, the board game is a really cool board game. It's very much, uh, it has that kind of, it almost feels like, you know, that, that, uh, the, the diplomacy feel to it where you're backstabbing everybody, but also trying to conquer different worlds and get different victory points and such. Uh, but they did a really good job with this game and the digital edition looks really, really solid as well. Like I said, only $20 to get in on that. In Kickstarter news, I've got three Kickstarters and one coming soon, kind of like I mentioned uh, the other one last week. Grand Austria Hotel is coming at the end of October. Hasn't been up yet. I think it'll be out probably a little bit next week. We'll look out for that. But also, Freedom 5, a Sentinel Comics board game. This one is supposed to be going up on October 20th, so look out for that. Of course, that is the kind of, I wouldn't say, not a reskin, but it's kind of another uh, newer version, uh, Defenders of the Realm by Richard Launius and Adam Sadler, uh, the Sadler brothers, Adam Sadler and Brady Sadler are there to help out with this Freedom 5 Central Comics board game. I'm sure they'll answer, they'll bring in some uh, quests and such and kind of a little bit more of a narrative. And of course, there's such, and, uh, you know, Lanius does such a great job with, with gameplay. So when you have the license of the Sentinel comics, uh, you know, and Sentinels of the Multiverse, man, this is going to be a really, really cool game. Uh, that should be up this week. I can imagine that'll probably be about a hundred dollars. If it's still going up, uh, you know, as of the next recording, uh, I will mention it again with some of the other, uh, you know, information about the particular Kickstarters. Uh, the ones that are up now, there's Frostpunk, the board game. Now, Frostpunk uh, obviously is based on the game, you know, the computer game or the uh, console game of the same name. This one where you're kind of building a city and it's kind of a co-op game where you're building the city and have all sorts of things that are coming together. You know, uh, it is kind of a post-apocalyptic kind of very snowy universe where you're just trying to make decisions to stay stay alive and there'll be different kind of, um, uh, scenarios that will be kind of coming out and different uh, things that'll happen. You know, as you flip over a card, uh, a different event will happen and you'll have to, you know, make some decisions on there and some good things will happen. Some bad things will happen. Uh, but it looks really, really cool. Got some good minis there and it has what a really cool um, dice tower where it's uh, one of these dice towers kind of like we call them the Shogun Dice Towers. So as you're kind of dropping in some of these cubes into this tower, they're not all going to come out. So as uh, you'll uh, as things come out, I think they're uh, you know th- bad things will happen as they come out, but they won't all come out at the same time. So you got to really manage the you know the, the things that are coming out. Looks like a lot of really nice minis in this game as well. Uh, so this does look pretty cool. This is about eighty eight dollars for the core pledge, uh, which will have Frostpunk the board game, the Frostlander expansion, and of course all the stretch goals. And uh, the pre-shading for the generator tower. And the generator tower is basically that cube tower as well. Uh, There's a higher pledge that's about $147 US, which is the deluxe pledge. Uh, and it looks like they've got uh, some the uh, miniatures expansion and such like that. So a little bit more there for it. But this looks really cool. Got about a week and a half left to go. It's about 1.5 million as of this recording of uh, uh, about a 200 and something thousand dollar goal. So this is well, well funded. Looks really cool. I got to say, uh, I do like these sort of types of games where you're kind of city building and kind of making those important decisions as well. 
Next up, Crescent City Cargo and the Captains of the Gulf reprint. These are uh, by Jason Dinger, uh, who designed those games. Uh, it is being produced by Indie Game Studios, who produced the, uh, you know, obviously produced uh, Crescent City Cargo and actually produced the uh, initial game of the uh, Captains of the Gulf. Now, these are both kind of worker action selection, kind of action selection games, which are trying to get, you know, a good engine going with getting your money. So Crescent City Cargo, you're trying to get your logistics companies, trying to get the most lucrative contracts with the railways. Uh, you've got cargo ships and other trade opportunities, so you're trying to get the most money, and you're doing a lot of the different actions. So it's basically an action selection with pickup and deliver uh, as well there, and you're going to, of course, have some uh, area majority or area influence as well as according to uh, BGG there. Now, Captains of the Gulf, which was the other game which you can get in on if you did not get in on us initially, is another pickup and deliver kind of card-based game. Uh, it's got an action selection in the card base. It's two to four players. Uh, you're trying to get a fishing boat in the Gulf of Mexico and try to get the largest profit. Uh, Captains of the Gulf being uh, two to four players, plays in about one to two hours. Crescent City Cargo, which is the new one, is about an hour to hour and a half, two to four players as well. Now, they're not going to produce a whole lot of these Crescent City Cargos, uh, so you got to get in on this. I don't think this one is going to come. It doesn't look like they're expecting it unless it really sells out and makes a whole lot of money, but it doesn't look like it's going to come to retail uh, right away, but it is well-funded. Uh, I wouldn't say well-well-funded, but it is well-funded at $35,000 of the $5,000 our goal. Uh, and it's got about almost two weeks to go on that as well. And finally, in the Kickstarter area, we've got For Sale Autorama. Now, I didn't realize this was coming up on Kickstarter so fast when I mentioned this game was coming out last time when they have the uh, Advisors expansion as well. So like I said, For Sale being one of my favorite kind of uh, gateway games and a good like, kind of party game, plus five to six players. It's a nice filler. Really easy to teach uh, For Sale. But For Sale Autorama is basically a new version or a new skin version of For Sale. And this Kickstarter has the Autorama and also is going to have the Advisors expansion along with it. So with this particular Kickstarter, you can get just the Advisors expansion for $9 if that's all you want to add for For Sale. Or for $29, you can get For Sale with For Sale Advisors. And also for uh, $29, you can get For Sale Autorama, which will already have Advisors in there as well. So you'll be able to get uh, you know, pretty much any of the different ways you want to be able to get Autorama. This is by Eagle and Griffin Games. So check that one out. This is also funded. You got about two and a half, I'm sorry, about a week and a half to two weeks to go. It is uh, well funded. It is not not a whole lot of, not very expensive to get in on there. So if you really want this expansion, only 10 bucks to get in on there and 29 to get either the base game with that uh, or just Autorama if you don't actually already uh, have uh, for sale at home. So check those out as well. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I would like to feature, shoot me a message on Twitter at GeekJockBlog. Uh, also, check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man. I'll see everyone in a couple of weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.